Welcome back to the student discussion podcast for Reckless. I never know how to intro these, but I'm your host, Caleb, and today I'm joined once again by Hannah, and for the first time this year, Reese. How are you guys? Doing good. I'm good. (laughs) Thanks for asking. You're welcome. So, both of you have done the podcast before. Reese, you're most notoriously known, at least for me, by the only girl who thought Todd should get a mullet. What? I definitely didn't say that. You did. So. It's on tape. So. <laughs> I'll have to go back and listen to that. I don't remember that because I, I mean, I might have, but I don't usually you, like. You and Charlie disagreed. Charlie thought he shouldn't, I, I believe. Oh, I don't know. And I he don't thought know. he should. I don't know. But. but I mean, back, you just... sounded pretty firm in your <laughs> statement. <laughs> well, you know me. I love mullets. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I'm glad it didn't actually happen, because that would have been the, a disaster. Our high school years with Reckless are not over yet, Reese. There's still time for Todd to get a mullet. Don't you worry. Well, let's hope not. Because if I was in that favor last year, I'm not anymore. Oh, backtracking on your original statement. It's been a year. Things oh. change. Okay. Except it, for Todd's hair, sadly. <laughs> it has not changed. He still perms it and does it all. Anyway. Speaking of random things that have been said on the podcast, during our game today, Tyler brought up a hashtag that myself, Oliver, Avery, and Jet came up with last week. Do you agree that Tyler is a hashtag blonde hillbilly Jesus? Would you agree with that statement? I agree with that statement. Or do you have a better hashtag? Mm, Maybe hillbilly isn't the right word. I think hillbilly is a great word. You think hillbilly is the right word? Okay. (laughs) I can't think of another word, so... Country bumpkin. I don't think he's quite blonde, though. I was thinking he's more of a redhead. What? No. <laughs> I don't think he's a redhead, I think he's, se. like, strawberry Coming from blonde. a redhead. Yeah. Anna. Hey, I mean, he's I, not, like, red, red. Okay, but I'm like, definitely a ginger. Like, yeah. There's no debating. No, but Maybe he's, like, like more, like, strawberry blonde yeah. than, like... Or, like, brunette strawberry. If there's, like, <laughs> like, an auburn... Kind of. I don't know. I know. I didn't think, I of, think him blonde. Blonde. I think of him as a blonde. I think of him as a blonde. It's not like like bleach blonde, like really bright. So Reese's hashtag would be not blonde, reddish, auburn, brown hair, <laughs> hillbilly Jesus. Exactly. That's a long hashtag. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> well, on that note, th- we this week we started a new series called Stop the Cap. And Todd opened us with a subtitle. What? Oh, with the title of his message being "The Power of a Lie." Mm. So, my first question for you guys regarding the topic is: Is it hard to identify lies on a daily basis because of how much we are lied to in this day and age? If uh, so, why? Absolutely. <clears throat> we kind of mm-hmm. recently are in the same small group, so. We talked about this in mm-hmm. small group, like how it's so constant, like, and you get so busy that you're not always like attentive to the thoughts that are coming through your head. So it's really easy to like allow strongholds to form mm-hmm. and like not even realize it until it's become a habit. Yeah. I feel like it's so random little lies are so fed into our culture, even from like a young age, like in our group, we were talking about like justice t-shirts and like, just be you. Uh, little cutesy sayings like follow your heart or do what makes you happy you know like all these minor lies are 
fed into our culture from such a young age that it just becomes part of what we believe and we don't even realize their lies anymore until Mm -hmm. you get to a certain age and you read the bible and it's like that discernment kind of hits you and you're like that's there's something wrong with that statement you know Mm -hmm. yeah like my small group was talking about that of you don't realize a lie is a lie until you know the truth Mm -hmm. if you're never shown the truth that lie is the truth Mm -hmm. let's take i keep hitting my mic (laughs) let's take santa claus or the tooth fairy for example those were that was the truth until you realized it was a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, something I researched during Todd's message, sorry, Todd, um, <laughs> that according to a study done by Harvard, we are lied to anywhere from 10 times to 200 times a day, whether that be ourself or society around us or someone directly to our face. Mm-hmm. So how do you think being lied to that much how is that affecting our culture? Because, A, let's let's say the generation before us, let's say Todd's generation, they didn't have social media. They didn't have... They, There wasn't text messaging there for a while, at least. There wasn't, there wasn't instant communication mm-hmm. or instant gratification from X, Y, or Z. How has that affected our generation and our generation's ability to discern the truth i mean we just see it like i go to a public high school like i see it every single day yeah and just the way students interact with not only each other but with adults um just the way they go about situations but like we see it as i see it a lot of times like people don't know what the truth is they don't know who the truth is Mm -hmm. um and that feeds into everything from seeking like attention and affirmation and things that are not of God, like whether it can be like, you know, like we talked about drugs and alcohol or stuff like that, that we would label bad or even good things like getting good grades or playing a sport can even become an idol. Um, but we also see it like, and kind of Todd kind of talked about it, like not even knowing like how to define gender or Mm -hmm. different stuff like that, like not going to biology for like these answers, but we're just doing it based on, how they feel that day, Mm. you know? Yeah. I'd say that our culture is so focused on self, mostly Mm. because of those lies. Um, Just that we are so inward focused that it's like everything is about your mental health. And of course, mental health matters, but it's like to the point where it overwhelms your life, you know, Mm. that Mm. it's so much focused on what makes me happy and what I can do to make myself feel better Mm -hmm. and all these things when it should be focused on God. Um, And all that is rooted in lies, just Mm -hmm. that um, the lie that you're more important than God, God, that you matter more um, than other people, you know, Mm -hmm. it's all rooted in those base lies. So I feel like that, I know our culture, especially now with social media, it's so it's so self-focused that, um, and that's all surrounded by lies. Yeah. Like going off of what you're saying, or he says, my small group, we talked about how there are lies that everyone is fed at some point. Like one of the biggest ones, especially in high school is I have my best plan in mind. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's really hard to see that you don't until you're on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. And like, there are a lot of lies we're fed, like, I'm not good enough, I'm not this or that. 
whether that's being told to our face or we're telling ourselves that. And kind of going off of social media uh, is there's a screen barrier that's quote unquote protecting us or hurting us. Like, let's say a social media influencer, you don't really, unless you really know that person, you don't know what they're like. You're basing their characteristics off of posts, videos, whatever, when they could spend three hours for all we know trying to get that perfect picture perfect video or whatever and i think it it especially applies to christians because like let's say a school someone says i'm a christian i do this i do that unless you see them outside of church and outside of their let's say environment you don't really know who they are and if they're actually pursuing god Mm -hmm. and kind of building off of that like i think like these lies, I feel like there's kind of like a spectrum like on how it creates that view of self because our society is very self-centered. Like a lot of times it either like breeds insecurity or pride. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think they're both related, but like sometimes we can have opinions of ourselves that are very lofty, like, oh, I am this or I am that. But you can also have opinions of yourself where it's like, oh, I am this or that. Mm-hmm. Like it's very self-centered, self-focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of going off of that, is there like a lie you can specifically remember? Maybe not a person telling you, but the devil's told you that you believed for a while and how you came to terms that that is a lie. I I mean, this doesn't specifically answer your question, but it kind of goes off of the devil's lies. Um, and this is just something I had pulled up um, on my phone, but... The original lie in Genesis 3, the original, the first lie that Satan told to Adam and Eve, um, he told Eve that you will surely not die if you eat this fruit. And that lie is the stem of so many lies in our culture today um, that Satan tells um, the same lie over and over and tricks us the same way over and over again because that lie is so strong. Um, Just that God is keeping us from what's best for us, which isn't the truth, but it's like everything else seems so much better than what we have simply because the way that Satan taints it, you know? Um, And like the idea that it's like, don't you want to be better than God? Don't you want to have this and this and this that Christians can't do? Don't you want to sleep around? Don't you want to drink and do drugs? Like all these things that seem good but then it's like we talked about how it just enslaves us um so it all goes back to that original lie and i feel like so many lies in our culture today that satan tells it all goes back to that same line we never really learned from that one lie yeah and that kind of goes off of man i may have just lost my train of thought something todd said about the devil like he brought up the scripture of the devil seeks to kill something and destroy Mm -hmm. and i think that the biggest way is obviously a lie whether we realize it or not every sin comes from a lie Mm -hmm. like you're talking about we want to be our own god we want to say oh i want this now i want this i don't want to have to go do that because i'm a christian or whatever but in reality some of those things aren't bad it's just it's not god's timing and that's something Mm -hmm. hard to come to terms with because it could be in five minutes or it could be in five years we don't know Mm -hmm. so 
I think for me, like a lie, like especially like in high school has been like a, like the definition of success. Like what does it mean to be successful in this season of my life? And it's a lot of times like I can get really wrapped up in extracurricular activities or my GPA or the sports or anything like that to where I'm not necessarily like focused on how is this glorifying the kingdom. I'm focused on how is this bettering myself, you know, yeah. like how, what am I getting out of this? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a super easy lie to fall into with um, like social media, obviously, but also just like like college applications. Like I feel like a lot of times people are doing stuff just to list it on their college applications instead of actually being invested in what they're doing. It's just like, oh, this is going to look great on my resume. Yeah. Um, so I think that that like facade of success, like what does a successful student look like? You can kind of miss so many like little opportunities and little moments like going to school and getting to sit by this kid and like this class like that's not accidental like Mm -hmm. if you go with the kingdom mindset of like okay god has like given me this day like nothing here's an accident like this kid i'm walking like by in the hallway like like if you are able to shift your mindset from yourself and how quote unquote successful you're being and like see the people around you, like how God sees them, like it will shit, like change your entire like high school experience. So any freshmen out there who are listening, like don't buy into like you have to have the perfect GPA or be a starter on this team. Now those are great things, but you don't have to like like work yourself to death to Mm -hmm. achieve that because that's not everything like you can find so much joy and fulfillment like doing what god has called you to be you don't have to do all of that because that's what the world defines as success yeah and me and my small group were talking about that a little bit of there are some lies that push us eventually closer to god and we don't realize it till like i said before we're on the other side of it like there there's a fine line of lying and then farther helping the kingdom of God because like people who have to smuggle in Bibles, they're lying, but also they're advancing God's kingdom. There's a fine line in situations like that. But like you were saying, like you don't have to be a starter on this team, but also still strive for excellency. Mm-hmm. Don't strive because yeah. you want that GPA. Strive because you want to glorify God through that. Yeah. You're not doing it, like you said, for your own self game, but for mm-hmm. the kingdom of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say that a main lie that Satan uses in my life would probably be just that I I am enough and I can do it on my own mm-hmm. because I'm a very yeah. self-independent yes. person. <laughs> and I feel like, when I stop leaning into God, then I start to lean into myself and my own plans. And I plan out every aspect of my life that I'm like, God can take a back seat in my life. I can lead this myself. And then it's like, I don't realize how far away I've strayed until like I go off a cliff, you know? And I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I can't do this myself. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, just that um, I need to constantly put God back on the 
center of my life that I need to constantly lean into him because even though I feel like I can do everything on my own, I, I can't, I can't do anything on my own. Yeah. Um, and so that's definitely something I struggle with on the daily. Yeah. I would say that's probably one of the main ones I also struggle with because like you were saying, you, there are times you want to just put God in the back seat, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to benefit me if I get in this relationship now or mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. If there's so many things like this will benefit me if I cheat on this test. There, it'll benefit me if I go to this party. I'll become popular, whatever. And it's one of those things of it may benefit you for the time being of like maybe a year. Like let's take the – this is kind of a goofy lie, but like let's take the lie of Santa Claus. That not benefited you, but it – it kind of benefited you, let's be honest. It did <laughs> but it's not, it seems like it's not hurting you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, knowing Santa Claus isn't real isn't like, oh, I'm grieving for a month or anything. <laughs> I did. Oh. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> the Gallant just... household held a very high standard for Santa Claus. No, it's just I held a high standard for Santa Claus. Oh. No, it's okay though. <laughs> but, I'm not still upset about it or anything. Obviously. There is fire in her eyes right now. <laughs> like, you cannot see her facial expressions on the podcast. <laughs> it's it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not gonna hurt you in the mm-hmm. moment, but eventually down the road going to that party, getting in that relationship, doing whatever, it eventually if it's not in God's plan, it's gonna hurt you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may, it might be in God's plan for you to get hurt just so you'll be closer to him. Yeah. But more than likely, like sometimes it's hard to tell. Like for me, like let's say I'm praying, I'm asking God for something. It's some. It's hard for me to tell sometimes if God's actually telling me something and showing me a sign or if I'm telling myself that we're making a sign out of nothing. Mm-hmm. So it, that's a lie I've guess I kind of feed myself of just trying to discern what's not meant for me to discern. Mm-hmm. Right. Anything else sense. on that? I think that makes sense. Like that's really relatable. Like, especially when you're praying and it's like, oh, like trying to dis- discern what the will of the Lord is like for this situation. Like that's where we have to le- really lean into the Holy Spirit. Like like your will be done, not my own, because it's really easy to get this idea in our heads of what we think is best and what we think is good. And it can be completely Mm -hmm. not what God wants for us. So, and that's like the leaning back into God. That's Mm -hmm. definitely, you're not going to be able to tell that those things are lies until you know the truth, you Mm -hmm. know, like you, we were talking about at the beginning. Um, just that without knowing his words and knowing what he says, then you're not going to be able to tell yeah. what's wrong. Yeah. So obviously we're staying on the topic of lies, but we've been talking a lot about lies we believe in, lies we're told. Is it, is there a time that you can remember that you've told a lie because you wanted to benefit out of it? Example, I'm sure I've done this numerous times. I've told my younger siblings, hey, mom said go do this when really she told me to go do this, but I don't want to or something like that. Because obviously in that moment, it hurt me. But when my mom found out you got 
your younger sibling to do that? Why not you? Then I got in trouble. So mm. can you remember a time you've told a lie? Uh, it kind of goes back to smuggling Bibles. You want something <laughs> out of it, but it's not for the kingdom. <laughs> I think like going back to the chore thing, like I'll tell my mom, oh yeah, I did that. <laughs> She'll like walk in like the room I was supposed to clean or something and be like, are you sure? <laughs> I'm like, oh shoot, I forgot. <laughs> like, yeah. Or stuff like that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I know I tell a lot of lies, but <laughs> I, that sounded really bad. This <laughs> is like, I lie on the regular. I mean, this we is all do. Hourly Isn't that normal? Yeah. <laughs> like lying to ourselves, I think, is common. Yeah. <laughs> I can't recover from that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let me think. When I want my younger siblings to go to bed, like, I have a little four-year-old brother and six-year-old sister, and I'll be like, (laughs) mom and dad are going to be really mad at you if you don't go to bed. (laughs) My mom and dad couldn't care less, like, when I babysit them. They'll go to bed eventually, but it's like, I'll be like, you, you have to go to bed now. (laughs) Like, you'll threaten them with something you know you're not going to carry out. Or, like, they have this thing where my, my parents have to go in every night and say goodnight to them. Um, and I'll be like, I won't send mom <laughs> unless you go to... I think that's just plain me. I don't even think that's a lie. <laughs> just manipulating them. <laughs> like, I am a manipulator at heart. I'm pretty sure I've told my younger siblings, hey, go to bed or you're not going to be able to do X, Y, or Z tomorrow. When I can't keep them can't from... can't control that. I can't keep my younger brother from throwing a tennis ball against the wall and catching it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then they forget about it so it's like yeah so is it really that bad <laughs> <laughs> lying is bad it's yes. not a good thing <laughs> yes trying to think of other okay lies. so speaking of telling lies kind of <laughs> for you guys is it easier to believe a lie or to tell a lie oh definitely to believe one I'm a horrible liar like horrible liar my coach, okay. That's not I, a bad thing. I play softball, right? And we are supposed to run two poles at the start of every practice. And normally the coaches are like coming with a practice plan and everything, like finalizing, like going over it while we're running. And they come out while we're like stretching and all that. And one day, it was after like a really late away game that night. And everyone was dead dog tired. Like, why do we have to run these two poles? And some of the girls on the team were like, we're just not going to run them. And I was like, I'm like a rule follower, like like that was just like unfathomable to me I was like we have to run the two poles and they're like no we don't and I was just flabbergasted I was like what what do you mean we don't have to run the poles and so they just didn't and we were just out there stretching and the coaches came out I guess a little early and they were like hmm and we were just doing our thing and then my coach walked up to me and said Hannah Davis I said yes sir (laughs) he was like did you guys run your polls? And I just sat there and looked at him and my face turned bright red and all the girls got so mad at me because I couldn't be like, yeah, we did. Like, because I can't lie. And so he never said anything about it. But like one of our assistant coaches was just laughing like her head off, like, oh, of course he picked on Hannah. And like the rest of practice, like no one talked to me. Like I got eyeballs, but we laugh about it now, but it was not funny at the time. I mean, he didn't do anything to us, but. Yeah. It's just, I'm always the one that gets asked if we did something. 
easier to believe a lie or tell a lie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so that Sorry. was a tangent. <laughs> I was I was blanking for a second. Um, I think it's easier to believe a lie, but I'm also, like, I'm not terrible at telling lies. It just depends. You're no. just really sarcastic, though, so it's kind of yeah. like your personality. Yeah, so it's like... Your personality is lying. No, no, no. That's not <laughs> what I mean. Do you know like... who else personality is that? The devil. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Kayla, that that's is not what I that... meant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just interpreting what Hannah said. I'm just saying you have a really sarcastic oh. personality. Like, Well, sarcasm is basically lying. <laughs> so I guess my personality is lying. But you're also very truthful about things. So, like, if I'm, yeah. like, recess my hair like that, you'll be like, yeah, <laughs> I can fix it. Like, I know if I need to ask yeah. somebody that, like, I'm going to ask you. Well, <laughs> that should be a compliment. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like sometimes I can lie really well, but then I I feel bad about it. But then sometimes I I can't lie. I can't lie at all. And my face turns red really easily, too. Yeah. And so it's, like... My my face goes red and everyone's like, she's lying. <laughs> um, or I like don't fully make up a lie in my head, so I only tell it halfway, and people are like, there are pieces in the story that are missing, and I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry, I was lying. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really good point, though. As you're making it up in your head, you're like, this you sounds have, crazy. You have to believe it's gonna work, so it kind of goes hand in hand, <laughs> believing it and telling a lie. Yeah, of, but I believe lies really easily. I think I'm very gullible. Well, maybe I don't believe lies very easily because I don't think I'm I'm a very gullible person. Like I think I've been lied to enough that I question things that people okay. say. Follow up question: <laughs> Is it easier to believe lies you tell yourself? Or lies other people tell you? Lies I tell myself. Lies I tell myself. Because there's no accountability in there other than the Holy... I mean, of course, the Holy Spirit, but, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, this, and, like... It's like you and yourself. Yeah, that's it's it. like there's no one else to be like, that's stupid, like... Yeah. Because yeah. if someone's saying that to me, I have to process it, but, like, if I'm processing it in my own mind, like... <laughs> you're processing it I feel as like you're telling when yourself. people say something out loud, it, like, runs through my mind, and I'm like, that's wrong. But then when... I say it to myself. It's like not spoken out loud. I don't hear it said out yeah. loud. It's just something I tell myself. Mm. Yeah. So after that tangent, that was a good tangent. <laughs> that was a good tangent. Yeah, where I was called the devil. But like, <laughs> there's that. I was just interpreting what Hannah said. Misinterpreting. So, <laughs> you're lying. Hannah's lying that I misinterpreted, or I was, <laughs> no. or my or my interpretation was lying. <laughs> you're just Caleb. You're lying. That's all. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, Todd talked about how Jesus... <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I composed myself. <laughs> all right. So Todd... Crap. All right. Todd... Todd, <laughs> Todd talked about how Jesus has given us freedom from lies. What are some ways you guys have found freedom from lies? Scripture. Absolutely. That is like when you identify a lie like you have to replace that with truth like it's second corinthians 10 5 let me pull it up real quick um and whenever i'm like having a thought that i know isn't true like this is the verse that immediately comes to mind we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of god and take every thought captive to obey christ so we when we are hearing these lies we have to take them captive and replace them 
with the truth. So like for me, like that means memorizing scripture. Mm-hmm. So like when a certain situation arises, like I can remind myself of God's truth. Yeah. I think, I think Bible, the Bible is the obvious answer because like it is the absolute truth. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you can't argue <clears throat> the Bible because, <coughs> excuse me, it doesn't contradict itself. And also, I'm losing my train of thought. Well, going to God for answers, because it's like, yes, the Bible's half of it, but also going into prayer and like really talking with God through things, replacing it with His truth, because yes, you can combat the lies with truth from Scripture, but... I feel like you also need that kind of like pull on your heart that that is a lie Mm -hmm. and that discernment that only comes from really knowing God and that Holy Spirit in your heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So since the Bible and obviously the Holy Spirit, they're, they're always there. They're telling you the absolute truth. How important is it to go to the Bible or the Holy Spirit daily? Because we are being lied to 10 to 200 times a day. How how often should we be going back to that? Like, I think really that's the importance of memorizing scripture, just so you're not having to sit down and find it. It's immediately in your head. Mm-hmm. But, it's so important. Yeah, like it's so like, like we I cannot emphasize it enough. No, like, that it is crucial. And it's like as soon as you start spending time in the Word every day and really talking to God every day, then you're going to be able to perceive those lies more like you're going to be able to see them more Mm -hmm. um and like god's gonna talk to you more about things you should and shouldn't do Mm -hmm. after you start to do that more so it's like it's 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 essential like (laughs) yeah like a verse that came to mind when you said that was psalm 1911 and it says for i've stored your word in my heart that i might not sin against you like that is why we memorize scripture so like when these situations arise like when we are tempted because we are going to be tempted we are going to be lied to we are able to go to the word and like have it on hand like okay this is the truth that is not the truth Mm -hmm. like being able to call it out yeah and i think Something I just thought of as I asked the question was First Thessalonians five seventeen. It literally the whole verse is pray continuously mm-hmm. of just like talking to God, being with the Spirit, and I think like like both of you said the by reading the Bible we were able to get closer to God and identify lies more easily. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. The only way to combat those lies is with the truth. Yep. And so you're going to be living in those 10 to how many lies yeah. a day if you don't have something to combat them with. Mm-hmm. And the more you like think those lies or are lied to, the more you're going to start to believe it's true. Yep. So like that's how those strongholds in your mind like form mm-hmm. like to the point where you don't even recognize that it's a lie anymore. Like yeah. you've thought that for so long and that's how bad habits form or just habits in general like it just is so repetitive. That's why yeah. it's so important. Like, as you have to take every thought captive. Like, as soon as that thought comes in your head, you have to replace it with the truth, like, immediately. Yeah. And I think that kind of goes back to what we were saying at the beginning of if you don't know the truth, lies are the truth. So we can't hold people who are non-Christians accountable to the lies that they're continuously being fed. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, 
thank you guys for coming on the podcast. It was, mm. there were some deep thoughts and then also some very sarcastic and yeah. <laughs> funny spots. So. Yeah, deep thoughts and good laughs. Yes. <laughs> Lots of good laughs. Lots of good laughs. <laughs> A decent amount, that's for sure. Well, next week we are still in our Stop the Cap series and we get to talk about the topic and the lie of I have no purpose brought to us by Blake Odgers. So that will definitely be a good one. Once again, thank you, Hannah and Reese, for being on this episode. Hopefully, Hannah's on here like every other week. Hopefully, <laughs> Reese, we'll hear we'll from you, you again. see next year. Next year. <laughs> oh, right. Perfect. Kidding. I'll be back in a few at, weeks with Charlie. At, yep, after you've graduated, we will see Reese. <laughs> oh, yeah. There is no next year. Oh. Not like that. Oh. <laughs> in times is coming. You better be here first. Oh, my God. Well... Listener, on that note, know that you were loved and have a great week. Not like that.